Yo, what's okay. going on, guys? New ass. week, new you heat. I'm popping the theory. Support, subscribe, you gonna share. Die, I don't time. own this music, people. This is my intro this week. What's going on, y'all? I'm your boy Show. Back with a new heat, new heater. Episode 36, Unpopular Theory. Support, subscribe, share. Wherever you get your podcasts from, we everywhere. This episode. You're gonna go there. Yeah, man. Had an experience. Couldn't make this shit up. So let's just get right to it. Subscribe, support, share. I'm popular theory. Remember that. Alright, people. So check this out. Here at Unpopular Theory, you know, I try to let people tell their stories. You know, everybody got their own truths, their own beliefs, or whatever. And pretty much, I just try to, you know, get insight, voice to the voiceless. That's why I do it. And, you know, helping me, whatever I go through, my issues. We all human. We all have issues. And this week, I had a, a situation that occurred that was festering. You know, I spoke about it in a couple episodes before about certain individuals I work with and they work romance and how messy it was getting. And, and I had to let it out today. Today, I couldn't take it no more. So, uh, in the mix of that, uh, something occurred two days ago that, uh, you know, I just got tired. So, uh, the individuals that's in a relationship that we talk about, they're friends or whatever, but, you know, you know it's more what it is what it is. So, it's a particular individual that I actually interviewed on the show. His name is Daniel. Daniel was a, a person that I met through work, whatever. I thought he was cool. He had a cool backstory, and when I first started the show, I said, hey, you know what, let, let, let me let Daniel share his experiences. You know what I mean? Because there's somebody that could be going through, or, or a couple people that listen to the show may know somebody that's have similar experiences that Daniel did. So, you know what, I said, yo, that'd be an interesting parent. You know, like, Daniel tells his story. People listen. They did. And, you know, you help people. So I did that. But in the mix of that, Daniel... I had a history. Daniel had a history. Daniel was very messy. Dan Everywhere Daniel worked, Daniel would always get into these spats and fights and disagreements with staff. And I didn't know that side of Daniel until recently. You know, it, this, now mind you, the show was recorded last year, you know. And I thought he was cool. But then little things Daniel used to do. Daniel is a gay man. And he started using his sexuality as a weapon. He weaponized the shit. And that's some real shit. That, take that. So I found out and I looked and I seen and looked and started seeing little things that Daniel would do. He would get into fights and spats at work with employees and coworkers or whatever. And he would always say, oh, they don't like me. They don't like me. They don't like me because like I'm gay. He always did that. 
So I, I, I said, damn. Why everything or every time you get into something with somebody, your sexuality has to play a major part of it. And it and it I spoke about it with a guy that I lost. And that was mostly because of what Daniel did. The sexuality, him and uh, the guy that he's dealing with. And the messiness of it. So, Monday, I sent a text. We're in a group chat. And I was really supposed to respond to someone else at a separate text. But didn't give a damn. So, I sent what she asked me in a group text. And it, and it basically was this. She asked where they were. I said, hey, they're outside. And Daniel ran by me to be with them. That's all it was. The young lady said, hey, Daniel's going to be upset about that text. And I said, I don't care because it wasn't shade. But if you want to take it that way, we grown. So probably like around 1 o'clock after the text was sent, a few hours later, Daniel puts in a group chat, I uh, don't like the homosexual, uh, homophobic rhetoric that was spewed about him and the fish, the, the guy who straddles on the fence because they were in the office doing homework. And he, he said that the words that came out of my mouth. Exactly verbatim, he said that uh, I peeked into the room and uh, I said, well, it's confirmed the straddle, the fence straddle is gay because he's helping gay Daniel with his homework. Now, mind you, this guy, L has been helping Daniel with his homework for the last year at work. But, you know, no shots because we work at work. <laughs> I know it's funny. We work at work. But anyway, right? So they're doing homework for school like he's been doing since last year. So whatever he says in the text that two of the other co-workers laughed at my joke, the joke that never was said. So Daniel has been air hustling a lot and running back to his manager friend. <laughs> the one that's treating everyone the same and he's treating Daniel exactly the same. But even though they're friends, they have a relationship outside of work. They ride to work together on bikes and shit. But, you know, we ain't going to go there. But, yes, the fuck we are because the truth shall set you free. Yes, I said they ride to work on bikes together. <laughs> you know, they're saving energy and all that good shit, you know? Pollution. But anyway, serious note, Daniel basically said that me, Shoke, was homophobic. I don't like gay people. I was like, damn, bro. I didn't know I didn't like gay people. I don't care. It's just sexuality is a preference. But it is what it is. So, a day goes by, and Daniel, that day, Monday, everything happened. Daniel sends a text in a group text saying, hey, boss, you know, this is the last time I'm going to answer, say anything on this thread, which no one has said anything since about 4 o'clock. It's at about 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. So he gets on it because he always has to, has to have the last word. He gets on it and he's like, yes, I would like to call a meeting. I want to address a few things. Now, I just said earlier that every time Daniel gets in an argument, the first thing he brings out about the person he's arguing with, they're, they're homophobic. They don't like gays. They don't like gay people. So I'm just giving y'all the rundown 
before I let you hear the recording. Because being that I knew he would weaponize this gay shit, his sexuality, I recorded them, recorded everybody, recorded the whole conversation. And I'm just going to let y'all hear a little bit of what he had to say. It kind of correspond with, uh, you know, what I was saying. So here we go. Sorry for the feedback in the back. So let me stop you right there, Pete. See, I just kind of confirmed what I said in the intro. I made the statement. That's what he's saying I said. But mind you, I said the statement, and he said nothing about it. He sent a text message. And mind you, they're in the very next room. But let me just let him speak. Daniel is Jermaine. So, you heard what he said. He heard that I made the statement, and then he asked Lou about what I said, and they both said that I said the same thing. That's what he said. You heard it loud and clear. So, I'm going to let him proceed. Sorry for the repeating.
calling a young lady a liar because he likes to deflect. She lies for no reason at all. Everybody around the table has discussed this several times. Because she contradicts herself. So he's trying to attack her, attack her credibility. It was offensive to what to what doing. One, you're stigmatizing Luke as being a homosexual. Two, he's he's because he's helping me with something he's gay. So was he gay when he was helping me doing the businesses? So why the straights never help? Since it was a gay thing, he's working with a gay guy. You see how I, he's bringing work into the equation and they weren't working? Issues with gays, but I never knew it was this deep. I really never knew. And, and, and honestly, I come here and... So, based off what I let be played, he says that I have issues with gays and I find that humorous because <laughs> I interviewed him and he's gay. So, uh, Basically, he just kept on going, rambling, blah, 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 talking his uh, victim shit, Vic weaponizing his sexuality, right? And then it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Just shut up and let him talk. Because eventually, all the shit that you're saying is going to come out. I'm going to call you out. You were on my show. I'm going to call you out. So if I'm such, you, you heard him people say that, we had an issue, and, you know, I, I, I feel that he had an issue with gays. So I was like, okay, no problem. Stupid, but okay, no problem. So let me get you a little, speed it up a little. And that's just what, this, it's going to be. But I'm glad it happened. So now I know how you really think. Because this was not from this. This, is this was, it's like it's going on secretly, but it was just revealed. That's how you feel. Again, 
So that's me just basically saying if I had a problem with gay people, like it would be gay dead people, my family, and just regular stuff. Like if I hated them, like, you know, I deal with them, whatever. Just explaining myself. But that's I was just letting y'all hear my little reply to what he was saying. And then I just brought up everything else about, you know, him always getting into it with people, him always being the victim, the victim, the victim, the victim. And I'm tired of shit. So I said, yo, why is nobody looking at the common denominator? And you can't look at the common denominator when you're your friend, when the lines are blurred, when you have a relationship out of work. This is the manager who's supposed to be mediating. This is the same manager that Jermaine, Daniel, whoever his name is, ran to about the, the air hustling he did last month and caused the whole big shit with the young lady. So the fact that he can attack people that he feel like mentally he can bully or if he can't mentally bully you, he's going to use the gay stuff. He's going to use the sexuality angle. And I wasn't having it. I even stood up in a uh, meeting today and I told him, keep your name out my mouth. He was like, what does that mean? What do you, what are you, what are you implying? Stop with the gossip. If you got a problem with me, say something. The dude was in the next room. And then to show you how scary people are, this guy that was helping him with his homework that I brought up, L, the straddler, the straddler didn't even get a word in today. He basically was puppetized because of Jermaine and his sexuality. You know what the straddler did? What people do when they can't stand up for themselves, even though they say things, he started talking low, like, uh, you know, I didn't say anything. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I heard y'all laughing. When the two other people in the room validated that no one was talking about them, they validated that we were talking about a TV show. But with Jermaine and his his fear, his, his cowardice, he doesn't know how to stand in his own truth. Jermaine has depression issues. He has mental issues. He's an emotional dude. And I say this all the time. I don't like dealing with people with emotional issues because they can always, and when I mean emotional, like mentally, like they get imbalanced and they do shit and then they get away with stuff. And then they can always revert back, revert back to I have, have depressions. I, I've, I'm gay. And he's been using that shit as a weapon for the last year and some change. And I, I, I said in my uh, statement that, hey, I've argued, I fought for him, I stood up for him. I, I, when other workers, co-workers didn't like him when I was supervising them, they, they always say like, yo, he lazy, this, he, that. And he always, always, 10 out of 10 times, would bring up the sexuality. They don't like me because of me. So I was like, bro, why are you doing my podcast if you're gay and I didn't like you? Why did I do that? I got a strange way of showing people that I dislike gays. You know what I mean? Half, some of my interviews in the beginning were half people that, you know, were from the LGBTQ plus community. I don't understand every aspect, but that's what it was. It was just me getting to spend on their experiences. So it wasn't just him. It was multiple. It was, I had a... A couple people. Then I had a parent on there of a young lady that, uh, you know, she's a part of the community. And we are good friends. We talk all the time. So I said, damn, bro. Like, you was on my show, and I don't like gays now. That's that's the card we're going to play. And it was just messy. And basically, I was just telling them in the end, 
Just keep your name out of my mouth. Just stop this shit, man. But be mindful of what you do and how you do it. Because this guy has been in the Bronx and now he's in Harlem with me. And no one liked him in the Bronx. He had to be bounced around from team to team because I, I give it to him. I commend him. He does work two jobs. He does go to school. But he comes to this job tired. He comes to this job complaining. And he comes to the job to just to be around the guy he's in love with. Oh, my manager. So that's what he does. And when they hear it, because they will, the manager doesn't really say anything to him. And this is why I brought it up. I brought it up later in the conversation saying, yo, he, this is the second time he's done it in the last month. And he hasn't been checked. He's doing this because it's an abuse of power. It's fraternizing. It's everything that you can put in that you have when you have people that have relationships with each other. It's inappropriate. It's unprofessional. But no one's going to say or do anything because what? That's right. He's gay. So he can weaponize his sexuality and make everybody look like the bad guy or make everyone uncomfortable. The guy that I, I spoke about last season that uh, left, he went to the director and told the director about the relationship with the manager and everything, and nothing happened. And he said, yo, Cap, the director looked at me and just put his head down. He just put his head down. He didn't say anything, but he knew what I was talking about. When he came in with the bike, a couple ladies People came to us. It puts us in an awkward position. And I'm tired of it. Take that, take that. Tired of it, man. So just imagine, like I said in the last episode, what do you do when you're attacked by somebody from that community? Because if I say something or if I get physical with them, I'm the bad guy. For my men, my real men, heterosexual men that deal with this, what do we do? Where's our protection? We don't have any. So we got to sit here and take people like him. And I'm not saying all people that are gay are like that. That's not my message. But God damn it, man. When are we going to sit there and call a spade a spade? That's what Chappelle was saying. Y'all can't pick and choose. What Macy Gray said a couple weeks ago, people chewed her out. But she was speaking facts. We have to make this shit as clear and as fair as possible, man. We, this weaponizing this gay shit got to stop. Not everybody hates gays. It's 2022. Who gives a fuck? Let's be real. Now, this man trying to mess with my livelihood, and I had to get slick on him. And I got a whole I want 15 minutes of audio recording. Now, let something happen to me with somebody from HR throwing some, you know what I mean? Let's have a talk or whatever, and this, that, and the third. They're going to get this full audio in the mailbox, in the email. Dead serious. It's going to be on the director's desk. I'm not playing. That's my ammo. And it's sad that I got to do it. But I'm letting y'all know, show unpopular theory. I play no fucking games with people about stuff like this because it's not right. I got other things to worry about in life. Not no dude that's stuck in his feelings because he ain't getting the dick he want or the dick that he want don't want him. I don't give a fuck. But that's what I got to deal with at work.
I have to deal with this uncomfortable situation and I ain't dealing with it no more. So I told them in the, the closing of the, the meeting that this tone that I have on my show is I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have the same tone at work. And y'all take y'all take it how it is. If you wanna take it as me being aggressive, so what? Because me being nice and just letting shit slide or not saying nothing or trying to avoid confrontation because you wanna take it there. Now that it's documented and I got the proof and you created some fucking fabrication to try to throw dirt on me, I'm coming for you. So Jermaine, this is my declare war, bro. And everybody going here. I don't have hate for people in the LGBTQ plus community. I don't. But I'm not going to be attacked by one. I'm not going to let one come at me like that. I don't spew that hate rhetoric. But that man does it, and he's constantly done it. And it ends today. And now publicly on all major platforms, if it gets censored, I'm sorry, but I'm putting it up. I'm putting you on show, bro. Now your next move. So, yeah, that's my quick hit, people. Unpopular theory. Wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, support, share. Of course, you know paper to share. I just had to get that out. It was a quick hit, people. Don't mind me. I just had to let it be known. All right. Thanks. Support in advance. Remember, unpopular theory, baby. We here. We ain't going nowhere. All right, y'all. That's my time. Just be mindful who you fuck with, man. Not everybody play games. I, I come off like a nice dude, but I do got asshole tendencies because I'm an asshole pretending to be nice. I say that all the time. All right, y'all, people. Next week. Also, remember, if you want to support... Cash app, dollar sign, S-H-O-K-I-E, 78. Fan page, Unpopular Theory, on Pie Page. Get all your episodes there, or wherever you get your uh, podcast from. Remember, support, subscribe, share, people, caution, or paper to subscribe. Where you from?